all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Evil spirits, demons, voodoo, hoodoo, tarot cards, witchcraft. Hmm. Are they real? Do this stuff really work? Makes me want to say, hmm, is it a possibility that can be in our family? Is there a possibility that can be in your family? Is there a possibility that you know someone that's dabbling in that type of stuff or into that type of thing or anything like that? Hmm. All right. That's the topic of the day. Let's get into that. Hi, this is Joseph Brownlee, your host for Body of Christ Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host to Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to my show, where I get into different topics that's that's going around the Christian life in front, on the sides, and around, you know. This show is for believers and unbelievers. This show is for believers and unbelievers and you curiosity listeners. I talk about different topics, subjects, you know, social media, like politics, you know, different topics, you know, different subjects, whether for the family, whether for the church, whether it's what's going on in the streets, uh, whether it's music, food or whatever. I try to get into it, you know. Uh, on any type of, not any type of topic, topic, you know, must be clean. It must be, uh, profanity exempt, you know, and things like that. I, I will get into uh, different conversations in that, in that wise. Okay. Hello, everyone. How are you? Oh, how are you doing? Thank you for listening to my show. This is my topic of the day. Witchcraft, Satanism, is it real? And if it is real, how should we as a church deal with this? How should we as a church witness to a person that's dealing or dabbling in those type of spirits? Or should we? Hmm. I want to talk about that today because it's it's a it's quite a bit of that going on, and I haven't had a topic on my show about witchcraft or anything like that. Uh, but lately, you know, I have not been dealing with it, but you know, I've been you know talking with uh, a certain loved one of mine's and uh, about a situation that's going on, not in their life, but in their family. And uh, I'm not going to get into the names this time or who it is, but I just want to go around and talk to the people who's dealing with someone that's dabbling in witchcraft or you 
as a listener might be dabbling in that type of, you know, witchcraft or et cetera, stuff like that, and really don't take it seriously. Uh, My advice to you is to really take it seriously, you know, because this stuff is real. This stuff is real, okay? Uh, Before I start, I just want to tell you that I I am in a a place that I'm not in my main studio, my new studio, so you might hear the heater come on because it's getting cold. You might hear the sound of the heater, or you might hear a plane go by, or voices, whatever like that. Excuse me for that. It's not the radio, and it's not the podcast. It's not the podcast. It's not the radio, but you might hear those things, you know, fast. And uh, I have a podcast that I don't do any editing. I just let everything play through, unless it's really bad or whatever like that. Now I, I would just have to just cut it out. So I want you, I want you to know that up front for my new listeners, my old listeners uh used to uh me spinning that out and letting them know about that but if you're new i just want to let you all know that and then welcome to my show and i thank you for lending me your ear to listen to my podcast and my radio okay now let us pray father in the name of jesus i just ask you to open up my heart so just speak on a certain subject that i don't speak on too much but i think i need to get it out there for the church and for the unbelievers that's listening to it because this subject might hit home to certain people that's dealing with certain things around them and their marriage and their relationship or just uh close friends or family foes or families they they just know about i don't mean foes but family they uh they might know about so or they might have some foes you know that's uh you know cast a spell on something like that you know so i'm going to do a little short topic on that it's not going to be long uh about no i'm not going to get no time on it but it won't be long well anyway uh i grew up uh, mainly in my teens, hearing about, you know, witchcraft, uh, Satanism, and things like that, you know, and witchcraft and stuff. I, I said that twice, witchcraft. And I even participated when I was younger in this thing called seances. I know, you ever heard of seances? You know, what did that mean? I don't know, but you know, I guess when everybody sit around a table and uh, blah, blah, and they try to call up their loved ones or, you know, kin folks or whatever like that, or, you know, they get around a table and they get to praying or whatever, praying or whatever and stuff like that. I, I, I participated in something like that years when I was little. I mean, I was, I wasn't even a youth then. I think powers in my mom. I don't know, maybe nine, ten, or whatever like that. I, I dealt with something like that. You know, I participated. I didn't know what I was participating in, and I don't think a lot of my family members knew at that time, but it was from people from uh, my neighborhood. You know, I used to live on a block called Elizabeth, and it was, you know, some neighbors, and we kind of participated in that. I'm not saying my neighbors there, but it was just people on that block. I remember participating in that seance in our old home, and it was eerie. It was pretty scary. It was pretty eerie, but I didn't understand it then. But I know it always brought an eerie feeling. Well, anyway, you know, I don't want to freak nobody out. But Foz said, no, I'm not into that stuff and I'm not struggling with that. But at the same time, you know, there's some things, weird things going on in my home, you know, back, you know, back then. Well, anyway, I want to talk about uh, witchcraft 
and Satanism. They go hand in hand to me. And uh, I know you see movies about wicked witches. You see movies about the good witches. I just believe all witch, witchcraft is, a, is evil. Whether you call it a good witch or uh evil witch or whatever, you know, all of it is evil. You know, it's, it's, it's forbidden in the eyes of God. You know, it's forbidden. But, but you also have your doubters. And the question is, is this stuff real? I'm going to say to an extent. And what I mean by that, hear me out. What I mean by that, it all so depends on your belief in it. Say, Joe, what do you mean? This is what I feel. I believe the more you believe in anything demonic, it can it will manifest itself because of your faith in that entity, your faith in that spirit. Because spirits are real. Evil spirits are real. There's no doubt about that. Evil spirits are real, you know. And demonic spirits are real. And do they manifest themselves like they do in the past? It depends. It depends on what area. It depends on what country that dabbles with it. That's why some countries that dabbles in the spirit realm and say and uh, and voodoo and hoodoo and stuff like that. You know, a lot of the stuff manifests themselves because of their unbelief. And it's not only other countries. You could go to Louisiana and a lot of the Cajun bringing up and a lot of those, they deal in a lot of spirits and tarot cards and, you know, and, uh, you know, stuff like that, you know. And, uh, or, uh, what they call old, whatever. They, de- they deal with a lot of stuff like that. And it's been told and been known that a lot of this stuff is real. And I don't doubt it. You know, I don't doubt it at all. I struggle with a lot of things growing up, and I know a lot of the stuff is real. I was in a room one time, and I know I seen some figure. And when I was in Alabama, I seen a man figure with some clothes on and hat on. I know in that spirit, I seen this spirit being. Now, I know spirits don't have bodies. They don't have a form. But the, the spirit used a certain form of a black man. I couldn't see his face real good. But it scared the daylight out of me that I could not move. And this is a real thing. This happened in Alabama several, several years ago when I was standing in this room. And uh, this happened in Alabama. But my point is that the spirit realm can be real. It can manifest itself. It it all depends on your belief and what you're dabbling for. Because I believe anything when it comes to the spirit realm, and this is my opinion, I believe anything you dabble in when it comes to the spirit realm, you seek it. If you start searching it and start seeking it, sooner or later it will manifest itself. I really believe that. You know, it will manifest himself, you know. And uh, I remember growing up, they used to say, talk about this person, this woman called Mary Mary Jane. If you go in the mirror and you say Mary Jane seven times, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she had manifest herself in that room and stuff like that. Certain things growing up, you heard, don't do this, don't do this, don't cross the don't cross the streets or don't walk around a tree and all kind of different things you heard growing up and you believed it. So it brought a type of fear It brought a type of fear. Why? Because you believed it. 
You believe those things will come real. You believe those things will happen. So it also, it depends on your belief and how much you believe in certain things for these certain entities or these certain uh, spirits to manifest themselves. That's what I'm talking about. But on the other side, a lot of time it's not a spirit manifesting manifesting itself. It's your fear. You feeding off your fear. And your fear brings a phobia that makes something that's not real, real. So that's what I'm talking about. Some of these spirits are real. There are real spirits that manipulate people and are, and you know, they enter people. Yes. But there's also a fear that's not real. It brings a certain phobia. That don't mean it's a spirit. Just mean your fear feeds off that. If you understand, if I'm explaining that, you know, the uh, correct way. So my point is, do you know anybody that's dabbling in witchcraft? Whether it's tarot cards, whether it's, you know, <clears throat> rabbit ears or, you know, different furs off animals or I'm talking about the deep stuff or candles around a house or, you know, different things like that, you know. And uh, you know anyone dabbling in that type of stuff and you call them your friend. And I'm talking to a Christian a believer that's part of the body of Christ. If you know someone that's into that stuff and you're hanging around that stuff and you're knowing it, uh, it's evil, be careful. You're not immune to those spirits because you are a believer. Now, I don't believe a believer could be possessed, but I believe a believer can be oppressed. Let me say that again. You know, I know you probably heard that before. You know, I don't believe a believer can be a true believer in Christ could be possessed, but I believe they can be oppressed by being around those type of things and 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 that type of activity. I really believe that. Okay. All right. So be careful, believer. Get away from that, you know. You know, I know you might, all I got to do is plead the blood and everything like that. Okay, you can plead the blood. I'm for that and everything like that. But believe me, nine times out of ten, it's going to affect you more than you just pleading the blood, you know. So it's best just, you know, you just can't say, I plead the blood, and, and then all of a sudden this is going to happen, you know. You got to just get away from it. Pray against it. Pray for them. And you can also pray for them by not being around them. If you really want to help them, you know, you can still pray for them, but you don't have to hang with them and you don't have to lay hands on them. You don't have to physically touch them, you know, to bring them to Christ or for them to get your attention. You could pray for a person by not physically being there. That's my point. That's what I'm trying to say. So be careful, Christian, you know. All right. Well, anyway, how should we deal with people like that? First of all, it's not a mandate for the church to really face to face deal with that deal with a person that's de- de- uh, that's into that. All I can just say, you know, we pray for them. We don't have to go in there and do like the exorcist going around and start praying, you know, and throwing up crosses and stuff like that, like the Catholic Church. You know, I'm sorry, that just does not work. I'm not saying exorcism wasn't real. You know, all of that is part of that evil demonic realm, you know, in certain areas and certain countries. Even some parts of the United States, that stuff is real, you know, because of their belief in it, because they are, they dabble in that type of 
world. They they dabble in that type of evilness. So those type of spirits will manifest themselves. I really believe that, you know, but you also have the other side. A lot of it is because of your fear and your fear draws a certain type of phobia. You understand what I'm saying? You know, so that's 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 what I got to say about that. You know, all of it is evil. And uh, Satan plays off our fear. The enemy and the evil spirits plays off our fear. I use our, even the body of Christ. Those spirits plays off our fear that makes us doubt. That can bring a type of phobia even in around a believer. Yes, it can. That don't mean we possess. That means it's oppressing us when we give our faith to that fear. Let me say that again. We can give so much faith to fear that it can oppress us. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You know, if that make any sense, if you know what I'm saying, if that make any sense, we can give so much faith to a certain fear that it can and it will oppress us. And and also it can depress us. OK, and I know that for real, because uh, it was certain fear I went through because certain things was happening in my family, you know, and uh, I, you know, it caused me to have anxiety attacks. You know, I struggled already when I was younger, but I started having anxiety attacks and I stopped being so fearful, you know, and it's, it, it affected my thinking it affected, you know, my health, it affected all of my eating, you know, and it brought some type of like paranoia and stuff like that because I fed, I gave so much faith to that fear than I did to God. I gave so much faith to that fear than I did to God and the Holy Spirit. So it really oppressed me and almost came to the point that I became depressed, you know, because stress, depressed, oppressed, all go, goes hand in hand. If you follow what I'm saying, it all goes hand in hand. Well, anyway, that stuff is real. But, you don't have to have it in your life and you don't have to participate in it. You know, you don't have to be around it. You can believe that it's real, but at the same time, you don't have to believe it in a way that it brings so much fear in your life. But you know that it's real. And I always believe as a believer that you are covered with the blood and Jesus Christ is has power over all those things. Back on this earth, he cast out many demons. 
So that's how to tell you, yes, demons are real. He cast out many evil spirits. So that's another answer. Is it real? Yes, because Jesus cast out evil spirits. So those things are real. You have evil spirits. You have demons. Whether you believe it or not, believe it in it or not, those things are real. You know, they don't manifest themselves a lot around you that way like they do a lot of countries or a lot of areas or cities in Chicago, you know. I'm not Chicago, but yeah, probably parts of Chicago, but parts of Louisiana and different areas like that, you know. More of these manifestations of spirits and activities and witchcraft and Satanism and all this stuff is in more places than others because of that certain section of people's belief in it or that they was brought up in that type of way. So their faith, so those spirits are more stronger and they manifest themselves more because of the belief and the faith that the people have in that type of spirit world. You follow what I'm saying? It's no different when you believe when a body of Christ to get together and we pray together and we believe in the power of God. Jesus manifests himself. The Holy Spirit manifests himself, you know, not supernaturally all the time, but we become stronger because he works within us now. He does not do a lot of miraculous miracles like he done in the past because this is a different generation dispensation. But he still strengthened us and he still uplifts us and everything because of our faith in what he can do. The same thing. It can happen on the opposite when a person dabbles in the spirit realm. Now, you know what I'm saying, okay? Okay, I hope I got that clear that the one, to the ones that's listening to me. So, the answer to that question, first of all, yes, the evil spirit world is real. Demons are real. They're just as real as angels. Some of them are fallen angels, but I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, they're just as real as angels. You cannot believe in angels and then say there's no demons. It's the same as you can't believe that there's demons and then say there's no angels. No, they both go hand in hand. You know, angels don't come in your life. I know people get mad. Angels not wake you up. They're not showing up in your room. They do not manifest themselves that way anymore to the believer or unbeliever. Let me speak to the believer first. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit within us now. We don't need the manifestation of angels no more. That's a different generation that was used that way. God used angels <clears throat> that way as messengers and visions and stuff back then, you know, because it was a different generation, you know, it was a different dispensation. He does not do it that way today, contrary to what people say. It's not happening. I'm sorry. And that's a trick of the devil. It's deception. It's illusions. Okay. So you could disagree. So that's okay. We, we, I'm still good with, you know, you know, we might not agree, but we could disagree with that. Okay. You know, evil spirits, they do a lot of manifesting today and people's family members. I have, I don't doubt that people might see their mom and they might say they did in the spirit. Yes, I believe something that is happening because they really believe in it and evil spirits manifest themselves in a shell of a body of loved ones. I believe that. 
yes, I do believe that that happens. You know, like I said, I seen a manifested spirit. It wasn't real clear, but it scared the day. It could have been something I ate. You know, sometimes it happened, but I know it manifested in a way that I seen a certain spirit. You know, how real, I don't know, but it scared the day. Like something scared me so much that I couldn't move. That was years ago in Alabama. So I know spirits do manifest themselves in the body. They done it back uh, back in the ancient days, and they do it today. Probably not as prevalently like they done back then. And it also, again, depends where you live at and how much faith you got in this type of action. Or are you dabbling in seances and tarot cards and Ouija boards and all that stuff? You're going to bring, you're going to conjure up that evilness. It might not be a spirit in shape all the time. Because remember, demons and spirits are shapeless. They don't really have a form. They use a shell. They use bodies. So they can manifest themselves in different forms, you know, by entering different spirit realms or whatever like that. Not a physical body files there, but it'd be a spirit realm. They can possess certain people. Yes, I believe that. You know, I believe that. Yes, that's real. So what should we do about that when we know somebody that's into witchcraft? Not so much demon possession, you know, but uh, uh, witchcraft and stuff like that, you know. And they're really nice people. They really believe, they're really sincere what they're doing and everything. First of all, you got to understand because you, you, because you are sincere and because you are a good person doesn't make the thing you're dealing with right. Because remember, our goodness and our righteousness is like filthy rags in the eyes of God. So no matter what we do, whether we think it's right right in our own way, it's not pleasing to God, especially when it comes to dealing with witchcraft. I don't care how good and nice a person is. What they're dealing with, you should not be around it. You stay away from it, far away from it, whether you're a believer or you're an unbeliever. Okay, let me say that again. Whether you are a believer or you're an unbeliever, you stay away from it. You know, I know they might be your friend or something like that, you know, but if you're, if you're an unbeliever, you're already in trouble. You're uh it's a chance you can get possessed or you can get, you know, oppressed, you know, being around that certain spirit. Because I always remember those spirit and that type of lifestyle and that realm is real. It can affect you when you let it because you believe in it or you just trying to say you don't believe in it. But you think you, 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 you got a certain cockiness that you think it's OK to hang around a person that dabble with that. But believe me, the hoodoo and voodoo and all those casting spells, a lot of that is real. It can't affect a person, especially a person that's not saved. Let me say that again, especially a person that's not saved and covered by the blood of Jesus. Those things can affect you and maybe sometimes even possess you. And what I mean by possess, I mean you're going to be turning, looking like a demon and with red eyes and what, you know, you know, and all the stereotype of how demons look, you know, that's not stuff like that. I'm not saying that you could be possessed and looking normal as I do and walking down the street and still be possessed by a demon. Yes, you can. So watch out for that. Don't be deceived by movies and TVs and stuff like that, you know, because these you are dealing with very intelligent Spirit beings, they're very, they're more intelligent than you are and I are, you and I. They're very intelligent and conniving and manipulative. 
So do not be deceived. So my advice is believer or unbeliever, stay away from it. You know, stay away from it. even if you have to break up that friendship, if they are not willing to change it, do not be around that, you know. I, my advice is not to even be around or even hang around that type of activity. A believer or unbeliever, it's worse than when you're not saved, okay? All right. That's what I wanted to talk about, you know. And uh, probably a subject you don't want to hear about, but it's just real. Like I said, this is real talk. You know, excuse me, the heat is going to come on, so it's going to get a little louder. Excuse me. But this is just real talk. I like to talk about things that, that's happening for real. You know, things that the body of Christ, we need to stop ignoring because these things are real. You know, we, we, we grew up in churches talking about casting out demons and I rebuke you in the name of Jesus and all that stuff, which is not biblical. You know, we believed it then, you know, far as that, you know. So therefore, for you have certain demons and spirits in churches in the pulpit somewhat saying they preaching God's word are demon possessed yes I believe that you have certain church buildings I'm not talking about the real body of Christ but you have real believers that are in the body of Christ are participating in this wicked, these wicked churches or these wicked entities building wise that has evil spirits in them and are controlled by Satan they think it's God, they think it's a Holy Spirit all is speaking in different language not different language because it's not different languages but it's they call it a, a it's a Kundalini spirit. You know, it happens in India and different type of other nations. It's the same thing happened in certain churches. That Kundalini spirit, which is manifested and, you know, and camouflaging itself as a move of God, calling it speaking in tongues today. Yep, I said it. They call it speaking in tongues, but that's a spirit. That's not the Holy Spirit. It is a spirit, but it's not the Holy Spirit. But I don't want to get off track. My question was, is witchcraft and Satanism and all this stuff real? Yes, it is. Are there demons and evil spirits? Yes, it is. But it's also a lot of false witchcraft, a lot of false stuff that's more fear than real. So it brings a lot of fear. And sometimes fear could bring certain spirits or a certain type of energy. I also can call it in your life that brings a certain type of phobia that can bring depression and oppression. Yes, those things does happen. OK, and it can happen. I'm like, I'm going to always believe this. A, a believer, a true believer in Christ that's part of the body of Christ cannot be possessed. But we can be oppressed. I've been there, done that. We can't be pro oppressed, okay? By fear and anxiety. That's part of, you know, that's part of believing in certain things that's not real and making it real in our head. That brings anxiety and oppression and brings phobia and brings depression and can cause physical ailments heart attacks and cause blindness and cause different things blood clots and cause all kind of stuff fear is very powerful fear is a spirit in itself that's why the bible said jesus did not give us the spirit of fear the spirit of fear that tells you fear manifests itself spirit manifests itself inside of fear so that's real okay all right how do we deal with that 
in prayer. Don't hang around certain activities, you know, certain things we should not be watching. That's, you know, that's, that's even though it's movies and we might think it's okay, you know, we don't need to be watching that stuff. We need to stay away from, you know, some of them might be even funny to me, but we don't need to keep watching it day by day and stuff like stuff because we plan right into the enemy's hands and we don't need that type of fear mongering in our lives. So we can start doing that. Watch who we hang around. And when we know people are dabbling or acting strange, dabbling in certain things, we shouldn't be around that type of activity, okay? Watch certain games that we play or certain games we watch because that brings certain type of manifestations stations of spirits and a certain fear or phobia okay so I want to get that out there that's how we deal with it first as a body of Christ stay in the word of God you know just pray fellowship with each other stop and don't dabble in a lot of this stuff don't dabble in that type of that type of stuff period period I know sometimes, period, stay away from it because it is real. And if you're not strong in the faith, it can oppress you as a believer, as a believer and as an unbeliever. The ones that's not say this, listening, it can possess you and you could become part of their spirit realm. Not saying that you will, but it can possess you or manipulate you in some way. All right, I wanted to get that out there. The good news, you still have a chance to be saved, unbeliever, by trusting Jesus Christ as your Savior, by believing what he done on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. This is Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Real Talk today is witchcraft or Satanism. Be careful. It is real, but it don't have to be real in your life. It don't have to overwhelm you unless you believe in it or you dabble with it or you have so much faith in that, you know, more than you have faith in the Holy Spirit. It can oppress you. So don't dwell on things. Stop listening to certain things and stop letting it get in our hearts and get in our minds, okay? For the believer and the unbeliever. The unbeliever just need to be saved and trust Christ as your Savior by believing what he done on the cross. Your sins have already been dealt with so all you need, only thing to stop you is your unbelief. Repeat, only thing to stop you from being saved today now is your unbelief not your sins, okay? All right. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee with another quick topic I wanted to talk about. You know, I love you all. Stay strong. Christ is still on the throne. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Keep encouraged and don't stay discouraged. Don't stay discouraged, but keep encouraged in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you all. Love you all. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.